Well, it's Saturday, stage eight, Tour de France 2022, episode 254 of the Between Two Wheels podcast. A lot of numbers coming at you today. So what are we going to do? Well, we're going to talk about stage eight. Dole, as in Bob, to Lusane, as in Switzerland. Okay. Hope you're ready for this one. Um, hundred and get the exact number anyway welcome people to between two wheels podcast we're doing once again every day we're just going to do try to put out a quick show uh as much as i can okay um do a quick show on the stage that just happened and with that um to give you an idea of my little breakdowns i'm look am i the best person to do the analysis and the pre, uh, post race breakdown probably i've seen <laughs> I've seen some other ones out there that are pretty god awful. Um, one of them I watched yesterday for the first time, which was Lance Armstrong's The Move. Good God. Um, he, at one point, he talked about the race in between advertisements. Unbelievable. Um, there's so many products built up around him on his, um, when you watch it on, on YouTube and built up around him, packing him up there. If you, it's, it, it's like watching an infomercial back in the day, uh, late at night. Um, you get all kinds of crazy ideas and, and products. That's where you go. Um, he is completely lost it as far, I, I don't find anything useful that he says. Um, and I miss the guy as far as I, I enjoyed, you know, there was an article, uh, Vela News talking about, um, uh, Greg LeMond, he's the one and only American that ever wear the yellow jersey. And then uh, Cycling Weekly kind of picked up on the same theme and they said uh, pretty much the same thing. And I disagree. Um, you know, you, I'm sorry. Everyone was doping at the time. You go back down 10 places. Uh, so the fact that he got caught cheating, who wasn't? Okay. So him, uh, now, what's interesting is there's people that got caught, got caught. And then there are people that got caught. Um you know, Floyd Landis got caught, got caught. Okay. I mean, he got caught at the time, but I, I, whatever. I, I I don't necessarily dispel uh, partly because that's just the way life was back then. And so, you know, yes, big cheaters, uh, horrible people. Um, there's no excuse for all, any of that, but, um, you know, they're right. So anyway, him and then JB, uh, JB knows about as much of cycling as the average person on the street. And that's him having studied for the last several years. And then there's George Hincapi, which is awesome. He knows his stuff. He's still in tune with the people. He remembers the races. Uh, so it's quality things there. But, man, uh, it was rough to watch. And then and then I'm watching GCN, which I love as well. Um, some of the uh, – uh, by the way, Robin McEwen I think is super solid. Um, and I can remember everyone's names on there. Uh, Orna Shinaway, she's okay. The, all the announcers are good. Adam Blythe doesn't impress me. He, he said the other <laughs> – he said the other day on the long we, he's like, look, um, uh, Wout is taking off this. He's he's escaping. He's doing this whole thing, and, and it's probably for the best because he never would have made it to the on this climb. He wouldn't have been able to contest. He's like, you look back. He's never had a hilltop finish where he's been able to do this. And jeez, uh, when the other guy that's um, GCN there, he's uh, uh, Lloyd, Daniel Lloyd. He's like. Didn't you just see that what stage four or so when he attacked and he went over the top of everybody on a climb, like as if the top was the finish? What do you mean he wouldn't be able to hang it? And then today, which was a more difficult climb than uh, you had on, on that other stage to Long Wee. And uh, he obviously, spoiler alert, 
he gets the win. So um, once and, and and now Wout has come out and he said the reasons why he did that attack. Everyone's saying, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. And I don't think it's as nefarious or is he's not a dumb writer. He's not one of these writers that just doesn't have a plan. Um, I think the team and this is what he said. He goes and I said this earlier that the team is not interested in um, working for him. He's going to lose the jersey up to Planche de Belfi, stage seven. Why not go out in style? And he preferred a bigger group. You go up the road, maybe with 10, you have a chance of actually staying in the lead and, and getting the stage win. Um, or you sit back and then you have the team maybe work and maybe not pull the break back. And if that doesn't happen, um, then you've then you can maybe get the stage win or you can get top five or something else there. Um, so he's like, the team's not going to work. I'm just going to drill my, and so I didn't really have a problem with that. Matter of fact, they took pressure off of the team. They didn't take the Jersey. They didn't have to do the work the next day. I don't have a problem with that. They, they did a little bit of work from today. Um, Ben Hoidunk, uh, tall drink of water, um, ended up uh, doing it. So why don't we look the last time I did an episode here yesterday, stage seven, Plunge to Belfi. By the way, I watched it multiple times. I absolutely just love, love the steep sections. That climb up to the finish, great weather. Um, you're seeing uh, uh, the, the riders just like unloading themselves in the last 1K. Poor Kamna getting overcome and uh, Roglic uh, hanging in there. Uh, Jonas attacking, Pogachar coming up and then pipping him at the line. By the way, he did the thing. He did the, did the, the uh, they call it the COVID high fives on the way down. And, and then his teammate ended up coming up with a uh, COVID stake Longan, something like that. So he's out of the tour. So, and also G Thomas had said that the team had, um, they, they had holes in them, which is UAE. I don't think there's any holes in UAE necessarily, except for they did lose one guy today. Uh, but Brandon McNulty, Rafa Micah, uh, very strong for him. Uh, Rafa Micah, that's what I was thinking of. When he gave him the wave yesterday, he said, Oh, I thought the finish was a little closer. These are all great things. Look at the videos. My point is I put this up in Facebook. Re, um, re, re, took my 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 video down uh, simply because they said uh, this content may be owned by uh, ASO. Fuck you guys. Um, sorry for the kids out there. Um, this is there, there's definite law, and this is what I hate about Facebook. I hate it about YouTube. There's some other ones, by the way. If you look at my my content, it's also on Odyssey. They have a different format, which is if there's a copyright strike that other person they can put it in there and then they've got to prove that you have not overcome the fair use and all this stuff before they actually take the video down okay whereas youtube you just put someone says oh it may be or they have their algorithm that did, and they immediately pull it down then you've got to prove your innocence to it which is a much more ridiculous standard and by the way i'm not a fan of copyright um, law and or any of that uh, stuff so can we can talk about that if you, if you really want to get into it uh we'll talk about that stuff as well someday Maybe that's for my other podcast. Okay, let's get right into it. Let's share the screen here and get to the video, which once again, we're just going to, uh, what's, I think we'll show this one first of all. This is, is this the one Pinot gets punched in the face. So uh, this is uh, the Lantern Rouge guy here. And um, hang on, let's go full screen. It's hard to really tell. Uh, now, um, he had just fallen. He was just getting back up. And then he's going through the feed zone and boom, he gets hit by in the face by a, a bag. So it's hard, it's hard to really see that one there, but I, Adam Blythe of GCN, I'll give him credit for him. He's one of the people that said, no, this is uh, this is all um, Thibaut Pino's fault. 
So why would this be Pino's fault when someone is trying to get a feed bag and they're reaching over and the, 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 the guy that's in the feed zone is reaching over and he's getting run into because the feed zones are always on the right. You know this. He's trying Tebow's trying to move up in the feed zone and he's going up there. This this rider's just like there it is. And so if you know these things and you're a pro, you don't try to move up on the right hand side of the road for exactly these problems. So Thibaut Pinot, bad luck. People are like, eh, I don't want to necessarily give him the the out. Sorry, he got hit in the face. And um, at the time I said, oh, it's, it's uh, probably not his fault. But actually looking back through it and then seeing that and then hearing Adam, I do believe it is uh, Thibaut Pinot's fault for getting hit in the face. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. Okay, uh, let's go to the video here. We've got uh, big names. Is that the one? No. Oh, geez. Um, what don't about that one? Here, let's go. Okay, uh, that's the one we want. Big names on the battle. This is the GCN uh, breakdown. Uh, they give a little show of yesterday. Remember, Camno was up in the break. Had a few guys. So today they get a break. They get Caneo, um, Fred Wright, he's American on um, the Bahrain Merida team. And what's this? This is a, a little recap of yesterday. Once again, going up the super steep area, Camna. Sorry, you know, buddy, that was that was a tough break. Uh, so going in today, Pugachar leading by 35 seconds over Vinigo, G. Thomas, Yates, Gadu, Bardet, Pitcock, Paulus in the top 10 there, Eric, uh, Enrique Moss, and Martinez. And we we talked about check out the last episode uh, for kind of the structure and what my my points were about the the teams and and all that going into their and any of specifically having four guys up there and what they can do for possible damage okay do, uh, they go bob dole to lucene we'll talk about uh, each one of those in a little bit later um we got some climbs going on here uh what do we got a, a sprint spot early on and we got a four a three a four and a three but that last one is going to be with the finish uh and gc implications and a stage win so you get these puncher guys and you get gc guys mixed in there gc guys have to be at the front you're gonna end up losing all these sprinters because like a 5k climb uh and then you're gonna have the michael matthews the wout poles uh alberto bettioles mixed in with gc guys mike woods those ones i actually put them on my fantasy team i said mike woods let's do it today's today's your day um eh. <laughs> little fucker from once again sorry kids I don't mean to uh, to be saying else. Okay, so you get a group up the road. Frizon, he's a big guy. Uh, Fred Wright and um, uh, Caneo for um, Quick Step, and, and you got a British guy, and it, they they got a decent little break there. But teams decided to get on the front because they want to do some work, and so you had Van Hoydonk doing work up there. You had UAE a little bit of work. Uh, they were doing about forty percent or, or so of the work. And um, bike exchange, they decided they're going to get into the mix. They're going to do what they need to to pull this back from Michael Matthews. He said, hey, last time I went too late. I went too late on the sprint. And Pogue, Pogue got me there in Long Wee. So it'll be it'll be much different this time. Uh, the first sprint point. Uh, let's see if we got it here. Um, I don't know who actually took it. Um, but the three guys up front. And it looks like uh, maybe Jakobsen. Uh, no, who's in? Wout's in, in this third place, but I think Jakobsen may have actually uh, nipped him at the line. Um, there's uh, some KOM stuff going on. Teams pulling, guys coming back. EF decides they're going to do some work there. And then you got the last four kilometers and UAE, who Garrett Thomas has said they're 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 lacking. They have holes. They're uh, Swiss cheese holes. 
in their team. And um, you had Rafa Michael up front, and then you had Brandon McNulty coming around and trying to take over. And then it was actually, Michael was just like, you know what? I kind of screwed up yesterday. I let him go too soon, and I'm just going to keep doing the work. Um, he had some, it was, so it was really, it was interesting because it had it like a three-tier pitch. They, they caught Fred Wright, but it had a sections of like eight, uh, 12%. And uh, Bora was hitting the front, and I was confused as to why Boric, um, this is Conrad, was up there. So who is he leading out? Because Kamna wasn't going to be in there. Shackman was, it went down early in the day. By the way, we give a quick update on um, some of the guys that uh, had wrecked out here. Um, maybe we'll walk through that in a little bit. But um, uh, Vermaka, DSM, our American, first tour to France. He ends up crashing early. I think even uh, Pogacar went down and that Pogacar actually made the statement that it was his softest wreck he's ever had. And um, But it wasn't that soft for DSM's Kevin Vermaka. He ends up um, having to quit for today. So there's about uh, five or six guys that are uh, DNFs or DNS today. Once again, uh, stock Langen stock stake or something like that for uh, UAE did not even start. Uh, Rafa Michael um, continuing to do the onslaught of the work here for Pogacar. Uh, the guys were all lining up behind. You had bike exchange. You had Wout in the mix. And then um, here's the sprint. Uh, it's hard to tell, but exactly where the um, meters, how many meters to the finish here. But you can see um, that Michael Matthews decides this time he's not going to wait. He's going to end up uh, hitting it out early and and at least giving himself a chance, which is a great move. Uh, actually, Wout gets a little boxed in here. Um, let's look at the sound. Wout gets a little bit boxed in here and then ends up kicking and, and killing it at the line. So once again, they're probably going to copyright strike me here just for even showing images. But it was an easy full bike length over Michael Matthews, who ends up getting second. And just enough, a little bit. Here's the overhead, uh, being able to, you can see that, but, but Michael Matthews pipped Pogacar uh, at the line. So Pogacar still gets a time bonus. So Wout gets the, the, the win time bonus, but Pogacar still ends up in the GC moving up just a tad bit. What is it, 10, 6, and 4? So he ends up moving another 4 seconds ahead of Vinigo on the day. Um, but Wout, solid move. Team looked good. I saw uh, Sep come across the line. Give Wout a big hug and said, I, I watched it. Was, he goes, great job. I watched it on the TV. So he, uh, he just came and just kind of sat on the end there. Uh, wow. Solid move. Uh, gets the win. Pogacar, Kron of Lado. He was up there. Betty all. Vlasov. So I guess Vlasov is who, and, you know, he had a good kick there at the Tour de Suisse. Um, but that was a little different. A mountaintop finish. Uh, so maybe that's who Conrad and Bora were working for. Just seemed a little odd because I didn't think, think that he would be the guy to be able to win. Okay, so they're up in Switzerland. Here's tomorrow, 186.3 kilometers. Um, this one's a little bit more climby. And we're gonna get the actual profile here. You're gonna get a four, a sprint spot, a two, a one up the Col de, Cro uh, Col de la Croix, and then the Pas de Morgans is where they're going to be finishing up to Le Port du Soleil, Châtel. So, there we go. Good stuff. Hopefully the copyright gods won't take us out too much uh, for that. So um, let's take a look here at some of the results. This is the live stats that we had um, going into today. Um, some interesting things. Let's see if we go down further. They do a lot of interesting little uh, tidbits. Uh, Michael Matthews now has 42 second places. Wout has 37 career wins. Jumbo Visiba has 28 victories this season. Preliminary results, 
finish for him. Gorsh Chartner has raced 25,001 kilometers in 152 stages in eight Grand Tours, which equals 0.62 times around the world. Just some weird stats that uh, Pro Cycling Stats ends up putting out there. Um, I want to go way back to see if they list the guys that uh, ended up crashing out and pulling out of the stage. Uh, maybe they're not, it might be too much, too much work there. So I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go up to the top and we'll take a look at the results. We're going to see how everyone has done, uh, Americans specifically. Um, Walt Vunner gets the win. We've talked about this. Uh, where's our top American here? Enric Moss, Michael Woods, who's the guy I was pulling for, and he kind of just sat up near the end there. He got 17, got a little surrounded. He was right up here with Vinigo, uh, actually ahead of him, looking like a top 10, then just kind of sat up. So, you know, whatever, dude. Um, seven seconds here. Bargui ends up top 26. So anybody in the top 26, they end up holding time. Menkes, it looks like he probably just let a gap open with Rafa Micah and then Rigoberto ran had gone down. He had, he was bandaged. Um, so let's take a look here. United States, Palace, McNulty, Cuss, all coming in within a minute. They're sitting up. Uh, I mean, Palace is, is trying to keep his GC hopes alive. So he's, he's, sprinting there making sure there's no gaps mcnulty he he did his work subcuss he just makes sure that everything's out of the way and he's fine and then he does it mattel jorgensen moves 121 joe d loses 218 quinn simmons uh 922 and poor kevin Vermaka ends up not finishing the day and had to pull out he didn't uh he didn't look so good okay let's break it down by teams um you're not going to really see anybody losing uh so ben o'connor i mean once again uh, the the drop off just continued the only thing you're going to hope for him today or coming up is that he's going to be able to recover and do some uh bob jungles he looks fine there but that he can do some uh stage hunting alpacin um they Philipson lost. I mean, they, there's they're, they're sprinter guys. Caneo was actually the only guy that can climb, and he ends up. Uh, oh, there's Alpeson Dukoinik. Uh, never mind. Um, Matt Matteo uh, Vanderpol loses seven minutes. He sat up coming in. He he just doesn't look that good. Lutsenko ends up on the same time. Joe D loses some time. We talked about that. Airbnb or B&B hotels. They're not really. I'm not concerned. How about uh, this? Domino Caruso stays up there. Luis Leon Sanchez loses 13 and Fred Wright um, was up the mix there and then ended up losing three minutes. Vlasov gets the same time zero uh, as the leaders just loses out on some bonus seconds with a sixth place. Patrick Conrad had been doing the lead out. Max Schockman had, had fallen down and skinned his face up, but um, he actually did some work there and still he looked like he, he's fine. Let's look at Cam now. Loses 333, sits up. Good job. Uh, I'm keeping him on my fantasy team for when he needs to come in and uh, get me a stage win. Uh, Guillaume Martin, uh, way to hold on to the top there. He's been doing solid. Let's see where uh, Martin is on GC. He is 302. That's that's uh, that's the cobbles and the time trial stage there. And a little bit, uh, a few things here and there as we go on. EF, Betty All, Nelson Palace, Rigoberto, and uh, kind of the loser on the day, losing the 11 seconds. Him and uh, Ben O'Connor. But Ben O'Connor, we're seeing him distance himself. We're going to stop calling him a GC a contender at this point. David Gadu stays up front. I know he looked like he was hanging on the back there for a while. Ineos, four guys in the top. This is the important part for them. Not one of the top four, not losing any time. Pidcock, Thomas, Ada, Yates, and Martinez. They've got to keep that four-headed fork going. Louis Menkes loses a little bit of time. I think he rode across this time instead of uh, pushing his bike uh, running like he did yesterday. Mike Woods, 
uh, zero zero. So he's up there in the top. Uh, but Chris Froome loses two eighteen. You know, yesterday I ended up watching uh, the Planche de Belfi stage up uh, the first one they did two thousand twelve. He, it was an amazing because that thing was all over the place. Fabian Cancellara had been in yellow and they drop him early and he ends up doing better than some of his own teammates on the climb. Chris um, Horner's out there pulling for people. Um, and then Chris Froome gets over. He does a big, long pull on the front. But you had Michael Rogers and then he had Chris Froome doing a uh, uh, Port was pulling and then Chris Froome takes over and he's pulling, pulling, pulling. And then they come up to the end and um, some other guys are kind of attacking, I think, uh, Caleb, uh, sorry, Cadell Evans. And then Froome just reattacks. You don't normally see that. You see the guy pulling, you see then the team leader. And then, I mean, should have known, uh, Chris Froome, he then reattacks. And after he did a big, big ass pull and gets one first place and to, um, I think, uh, Cadell Evans was second. Brad Wiggins is third. All right, let's keep going on these. Almost done here. Jumbo, uh, Wout, Vinigo. Uh, Roglic and Tish Benut all up there. Four guys, once again, not losing any time. That's uh, solid for them. Lotto Sudal, uh, only uh, Andres Kron. Uh, fourth place is good for him. He's a little guy that can climb and sprint. Uh, movie star, Enric Mass, Mateo Jorgensen with 121. So keeps going. Through. How are they doing on GC? Enric Mass is obviously up there. Um, Mateo, top 48. I, I, I could see him being in that top 50 uh, when the, everything's said and done. Quick step, nobody made the front group. Uh, okay, a Samsic, Nairo kept the front with Warren by Gee. Team Bike Exchange, they were really hoping for the win because they, they have no chance for a GC guy. <clears throat> so you've got uh, Michael Matthews, once again, he gets a second bonus, gets second place, but um, just a kind of a disappointment. What are you going to say, though, when Wout ends up getting the win? Uh, Team DSM, Roman Bardet holds on tight. Uh, Kevin Vermaka has to bow out. Total Energies. Uh, one guy in the top there, Sagan used to be his kind of stage. He's not, he's uh, lost it at 707. He did some, uh, wheelies yesterday at the finish. Uh, Tom Squeens is the top for Trek. Uh, Tony Gallopin, uh, Baca Malamar, who, who you think might be this kind of a stage, but he did not get in the break. And then team UAE get third place with Pogaccia. Rafael Micah, it doesn't really matter for the rest of them, but they have that they're solid, uh, work guys. Uh, Vigard Stake Langen ends up getting COVID, DNS, did not start. But so they've got Mikael Berg, kind of the one, and Mark Hershey was the uh, replacement from uh, Trenton. And so he's been having a tough time. I mean, how is he doing on GC? He is an hour, <laughs> an hour 13 behind. Remember him a few years ago, winning stages, uh, romping his way through uh, as we, um, as he was wont to do. Uh, you know, the other thing the guys were talking about of, um, you had Jonas being able to drop just for a moment Roglic or Pogacar yesterday. And then I kept hearing this, that this is the only time that um, Jonas is the only one that's ever dropped him. That's, uh, that's ever dropped Pogacar in the tour de France. I'm like, wasn't it? Uh, I'm trying to remember the staging, but I rewatched it yesterday. It was that super steep one. Um, uh, Lopez and Sepkus head out. Okay. And Pogacar and, and Roglic don't follow. Then Roglic does follow him. This is the 2021 that um, Pogacar ends up winning. Uh, then, then Roglic heads out, gets up with uh, with uh, Sepkus. They still keep going, um, and Roglic drops him again. And Pogacar never catches him at the finish. So you got uh, Lopez, um, Sepkus, and Roglic all dropping him on that stage. Never, never dropping him. People, I don't know. Uh, 
here's tomorrow's stage. We've got, Ad, I don't know how to say this, to Chateau Le Port du Soleil. Um, we've talked about this one here before, around 190, 93 kilometers or so. Uh, some some pitchy pitchiness, and then a, and then a substantial uh, rest day, which we will have. So I'm gonna pull one other thing up here. We are going to look at. Let's go to Steep Hill. They they do us. They do. I miss this. Okay, so here's the one today. Dull. Let's take a look at Dull um, for Wikipedia. Nothing really about Dull, so I don't know what that. Um, that part is, but Lucine, we could take a look at them as far as the city. You know, learn learn some things. Uh, do they have? Did they throw women off of? <laughs> uh, did they throw women off of a, a mountain there? Maybe, maybe they should have. Uh, it's a capital and largest city in the Swiss canton of Vaud. It is a hilly city situated on the shores of Lake Geneva, about halfway between the Jura Mountains, which you just went over with uh, Ponche Buffy, and the Alps. And facing the French town of Yvonne-Labans across the lake, Lucerne is located 62 kilometers, 38.5 miles east of Geneva. It's the largest, uh, nearest largest uh, large neighbor. Uh, municipality of Lucerne has a population of 140,000, making it the fourth largest city in Switzerland. Uh, do we care about that? Initially, a Celtic and Roman settlement on the shores of the lake, Lucerne became a town at the foot of the Notre Dame, a cathedral built in the 12th century. In the 20th century, Lucerne became focus of international sport, hosting the Olympic Committee, uh, International Olympic Committee, the IOC, uh, court of arbitration and sport, and some 55 international sports association. It lies in a noted wine region. Um, Okay, so that's great and all. There was one other thing. Let's just come with me here. Cycling Weekly. It's going to look because they had a list of all the finds, and I thought that would maybe be an interesting part to, to take a look at. There was also one other thing. Uh, speaking of Lance Armstrong and his horrible podcast, yes, I said it. I know. He gets much more more views. I could still punch up like that because I just it's it's horrible to watch. So here's one of the, and listen to him, here's one of the other articles, the lone Americans who have worn the yellow jersey and the four who were stripped of their achievements. Okay, that's that's true. That's a little actually better. Here's the writers and staff. Uh, there was also a thing where Lance Armstrong, uh, Brian Zimney brought this to my attention. Well, he, he mentioned it yesterday, but I already read it, uh, about where ASO has been credited in Lance Armstrong's uh, videos and they've been showing little clips kind of like I have except uh, I think they're actually rolling it through how oh, I'm trying to skip through um, and so he was saying in association with them or in conjunction with them of some sort so it made it look like they had some sort of connection like working deal and you know he's barred from participating promoting anything like that in the sport so, uh, at least the Tour de France so that was a little nebulous and then so someone reached out to them for uh, comments on that he then took that part down some of the videos came down I guess or they re-edited them um, so it, who knows what's going on there but um, let's go through here about uh, people that have been fined um, if you don't know how the fines work we'll read that any breaches that are spotted can be punished by the race commissaires who can dish out fines to respective riders and teams in most severe cases, even disqualify riders. So today I'm watching and I see Thibaut Pinot, who we saw the first part here, get hit in the face. He had wrecked. He's getting back in. He gets behind the team car and the team car starts pulling him away. And, you know, that can be bad. They do fine riders for that. And immediately the cameras went off. I'm like, oh, 
French cameras, if you see anybody else, they're gonna, you see the cameras just stay on. They're going to show this as long as possible and then the riders are gonna get a fine, but they did not want their Thibaut Pinot uh, penalized. So Tour de France from stage one, none. Stage two, uh, littering, a lot of littering ones uh, in the appropriate zone, 500 Swiss francs, um, some UCI points maybe. Stage three, once again, littering, littering, littering. Um, Dock 25 points from the UCI rankings. That's not a good thing. Littering, uh, right, and then this is the Quinn Simmons, riding in paths, sidewalks, and bike lanes. Find 500 Swiss francs. Dock 25 points in the UCI rankings. Deducted 20 and 40 points in the class uh, for the mountain and class um, classification. <coughs> uh, stage four, littering, littering, littering. A lot of those littering. Uh, irregular refueling that's taking a bottle or a feed at the wrong time. Uh, not respecting instructions of the commissars was Franz Mawson. That might be uh, urinating in public. So I saw a bunch of these urinating in public ones. And I'm not sure urinating in public, Nairo, Garant, uh, not respecting the administration. Okay. Uh, irregular fueling, littering, um, urinating in public. So one thing I was wondering about with the urinating in public is I wouldn't all of the urinating is in public. You're going to do it. You're going to urinate. Uh, why are, are there? I don't know. Uh, maybe they're designated certain times and places that they say you can actually urinate, which is stupid uh, because when you're on the bike, you, if you have to go, you have to go and you're going to take a, a break. You're going to take a penalty if you need to. But I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there's um, a policy or a place you're supposed to be doing this or not. And if so, that just to me seems like a bad idea. <laughs> so i mean you should be able to go and, and, and every on your bike every urinating is in public so i don't know if you're just pulling on the side of the road and you're just like not everyone does a dumoulin not everyone pulls into some cafe i've heard of people doing that if you really got to go but that's not urinating that's that's uh oh no if you ever watch the video of the the euro sport guy talking about dumoulin on the side of the road Episode 254 stage eight i hope you enjoyed it tomorrow should be a little bit more fireworks I'm looking forward to it. Hope you are. So we'll do that, and then we'll take a rest day Monday. Maybe I'll maybe I'll try to have someone on, and we'll do some breaking it down. Once again, I, I, I'm 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 your humble guy. I think we have the best analysis here, bar none. We don't hawk any products. Take care, everybody.